I had always intended today's episode to be kind of a, it's the last week of Preptober kind of pep talk, but I didn't realize how much I was going to need one because life, man, life sometimes finds a way to just mess you up in all kinds of crazy ways. And yeah, let's talk about it on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book, Crucify My Love, and yeah, today's been one of those days. I got zero done in my prep. Doesn't mean I might not get some stuff done later, but oh, oh my. Yeah, we're going to talk about how to get yourself through just insane days, because my day was right out of a Warner Brothers cartoon from the 50s. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the better the chance of us communicating. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Alrighty, so my day. Well, if you read the title of this podcast, then you know what happened. So, I have two new kittens. I love them. They're named Minerva and McGonagall, because I I did. Yeah. And so, after lunch, after I figured out exactly what I was going to be doing today, and I was all excited about it, I went into the other room for a little bit, I came back in here, and I found the cats playing with the little pen light laser that we have to play with them, and it was on the floor, and I realized that they had been up on my desk. And at first, I was like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. And I took it back, and I put it back in a safer place, and Then I sat down, and I reached for my glasses, and they were gone. They were gone. They weren't on my desk anymore. They weren't where I left them. And I had so much that I wanted to do. I had so many plans, so many things that I had set up and prepared, and I needed to get my outline done. So what am I going to do? Well. I'm not blind without my glasses, but I have 20-20 in one eye and 20-40 in the other eye, and it causes severe headaches for me to work without my glasses. So, yeah, I I need my glasses, because it's not going to be good for me to not have them. And so I started looking, and I looked under the table where the cats play, and I found a whole bunch of stuff that I don't know where they found or how they found it or where it came from but oh it was there but no my glasses weren't there 
and I looked in their pen because we have like a 41 inch circumference pen that we keep them in at night because they're young and they're still little hellions. And no, nope, not in there. I looked under the desk, looked on top of the desk, took everything off the desk, thinking maybe, maybe the cats didn't take them and I just put them somewhere stupid. No, no, they're not on the desk. I looked everywhere. I finally, after about three hours of looking, found them and they had knocked them off my desk and kicked them all the way back behind my chair and I found them. But by this point, I had pretty much moved every piece of furniture in the house except for like the bed and stuff in the bedroom because bedroom door is closed. So I don't have to worry about them getting in the bedroom. And yeah. Yeah, but I found them, and needless to say, all my energy reserves went into finding my glasses. And now, all the time that I had put aside to work on my NaNoWriMo project, get ready to actually start writing it, is gone. It's evaporated. It's time for me to record this show so that it can go out for you all in the morning, because... I get a lot of notes saying that you want them to come out in the mornings, and unless there's some weird snafu like with yesterday's, with Friday's show, when the scheduler scheduler didn't work and whatnot, I, I try to do that. So I'm doing the podcast now, and that's life as a writer. Like, I don't know of a better story to explain what life as a writer is like, because no matter how well prepared you think you are, how set up you think you are, the cat will steal your glasses. And then you will spend all day running around in a circle trying to find them, only to find out that there they are, not that far from where you left them and where you probably should have looked first, because logic dictates that if they got knocked off the desk, they might be under that chair. But that didn't make sense at first, so I didn't look there. Yeah, that's that's the writing life. Because I can't tell you how many times I've gotten started on a project or set myself up to work on a project and then got lost in an endless stream of either world building or research or something other than the writing that I had originally intended to do. At some point, the cat always seems to steal the glasses and we get lost. And here we are, starting the last week of Preptober. This Friday is the first day of National Novel Writing Month, and for those of us who are participating, that, that's a little frightening, at least for me, because I, I was pretty sure I knew what project I wanted to work on, and the one that I thought that I might be working on isn't going to be ready, so... I, I'm going to be working on the one that I thought I was going to be working on, and I thought I had a very firm grasp of the story until I sat down to write a monster in the house or a, some, one of the Blake Snyder genre things and realized that I'm not as prepared as I thought I was to write that. Like, a week out? Yeah. I think we all get to this point where we think we're more prepared than we are. And even when we are completely and totally prepared, something will come out of left field and knock us for a loop. But that's just the writing life. 
that's what it means to try to be a creative. Something will always be trying to take your energy. Something will always be trying to distract you from the work that you're wanting to create. Whether it's a tangible thing, a feeling. For goodness sakes, the weather today, my legs have been in absolute agony as is my back. My emotions have been kind of on a swivel today. But luckily, I had a gummy and everything got better. Luckily I did, because it kept me from freaking out and panicking when I lost my glasses. But, yeah. Man, this is craziness. In less than a week, we're going to start writing 50,000 words, and we're going to do it in 30 days. And I say we, because I know a lot of you are going to be doing this, and you can do it. We can do it. I know it's possible. I've done it three times successfully. Three times I've gone into this process and three times I've come out with stories that I liked. Actually, nope. Scratch it. Four times. Four times I've done this. Even though that's not reflected on the new NaNoWriMo website, because it lost all of my history. Because, <laughs> yay. But, uh, whatever. I'm fine with that. I'm just going to have to try to find more friends over there and whatnot. So if you want to follow me on... I'm C.E. Dorset over at NaNoWriMo. Be my buddy. But yeah, we can get through this. We can do whatever we set our minds to. And if you don't quite have a story yet, I highly recommend that... I believe it's in the book Save the Cat Goes to the Movies. Blake Snyder goes through his genres. I haven't actually read Save the Cat for novel writers yet, so I'm not sure if they cover the genres in there or not. Probably should read that at some point because... I big fan of Blake Snyder's ideas, but he basically redefines genre into these little short snippets that you can easily kind of put the pieces together, and they make for really good springboards, really good ways to kind of capture an idea, form it, and push it into a direction so that it's forming a story. I'm probably going to write a Monster in the House story because so far the first two books in the series have been a Monster in the House story, but we'll see. But you have time to do that. You have time to come up with an idea. And even if you think you're an outliner, and you don't have an outline finished, well, there are two techniques that you might want to try that'll help you get through as well. Because before I get into those, and I will, don't worry, you have to have the courage to realize exactly what it is you're wanting to accomplish. You're setting a challenge against yourself. You're setting a goal, a target, against yourself that you will be able to write 50,000 words in 30 days. And it's not the easiest target to hit, but it's not the most impossible. We can do this. Have faith in yourself. So, you don't have an outline, and you don't feel like you have enough time to make an outline? two solutions for you. One, be a pantser. It's fun. It's easy. And it's completely nightmarish and painful and really hard and nobody should ever do it, but it's fun. Because I'm kind of a pantser. I, I, I tend to be a discovery writer. I like to see where a story goes. I like to kind of spend most of my time developing characters and motivation and then following those characters to see where the story ends up. But I put certain limits on what I'm doing. And I use Save the Cat to actually do that, and that I know when certain beats of the story should be happening, 
though I usually don't know what those beats are going to be, but I use those to rein the characters in. If in this scene we're supposed to be having a crisis, then I need to know, get there when I get there. I need to focus on making sure that that event happens at, that appoint, at its appointed time. And that helps me stay on track and that helps me stay focused. But by allowing the characters to be freeform and just kind of have their way, it keeps the story fresh for me and fun for me and also prevents me from being formulaic because my definition of, oh, let's say the uh, big turning point, the point of no return, may be different from the perspective of the character that I'm writing than it would be from me, the writer, writing. And that is always fun. So you can always try that. That's usually how I write. That's how I've been writing lately, at least. And I found it to be quite fruitful. Helps me just enjoy the process. And that's a big part of it for me. I really want to enjoy what I'm doing. Now, if that is not as uh, controlled as you would like to be, and you still don't feel that you have enough time to make an outline, then might I recommend doing a slapdash outline? I wrote um, Shine Like Thunder with a slapdash outline. Basically, you keep yourself outlined a couple plot points ahead. So you're always pushing your outline forward with your writing. You don't have a completed outline at the beginning, but you keep a little bit ahead of where you're actually at in the story with your outline. And that works. And that's also a really nice way to do it because it allows you to take advantage of how a plot point actually plays out in the story. Because sometimes when you're actually writing the event, the emotion or the reaction of the characters in the moment may not be what you had thought they were going to be. And so by slapdashing, it gives you that freedom to open it up and change direction as the characters are wanting you to change direction. Either way, it works. At least it has for me. That doesn't say that it'll work for you. Your mileage may vary. Every writer is different. But in the end, there are still techniques that you can try to get your novel done. If you don't think that you can write a book, well, I, I only have one thing to say to that. You won't know unless you try. See, the fear of getting started, I think, prevents most people from ever finding out if it's possible for them to finish. There is this mortal terror that comes over us that says, no, I just can't do that. No, I can't get to where I need to be. No, I can't see the story to its end. And that's not true. If you are committed, if you have desire, if you have the passion for the story, you can get it written. That doesn't mean what you write will be good. It doesn't mean that what you write will be perfect. And it doesn't mean that what you write will ever see the light of day. I wrote four books before I ever thought one was even halfway decent enough to show to anybody else. And sometimes that's what you have to do. Writing should be first and foremost for yourself. If you're doing it for adulation or money or profit or glory or fame, 
you're going into the wrong profession. Some writers get that, but that, as we've talked about many times on this podcast, is little bits of ruby dust that the fairies sprinkle on us while we're sleeping if we're very, very lucky. And while there are things that we can do to help with book sales and promotion and all that, there's almost nothing we can do to guarantee that we will have fame, fortune, or success. Well, that kind of success as a writer. That's why you can name the people that have it very quickly because they're few and far between. But that doesn't mean it's not worth doing. Telling the story is the reward. Telling the story, getting the story out, that thrill of victory that you get when you actually get to the end of a story and go and realize what you've done. There is a thrill with completing a story that I can't think of anything else in my life that's anything like it. it. It's an amazing feeling. Even if no one ever sees it. Those first four books that I was talking about that I had written before Liquid Sky, oh, they, they were trash. I got to the end and I reread them and I just thought to myself, wow, the first one, Empires, it took me four years to write it. And it's terrible. It, it is complete and utter trash. But it taught me a lot, and I learned a lot by doing it. So don't think that what you're writing is going to be perfect. Don't think that what you're writing is going to be for other people. If that's your intention going in, then you've distracted yourself from the actual purpose of what you're doing. We write first and foremost for ourselves. Because if we're not entertained, if we're not enjoying the process, if we're not enjoying the story and the character and the world, no one else is going to enjoy them. They will be lifeless, listless, and hopeless. And they won't find a home when we send them out into the world. So, let go of your stress. Let go. That's what you really have to do here. Yes, if you're doing National Novel Writing Month with me and a lot of other people, yes, we've made a commitment to write 50,000 words in 30 days, but that commitment is to ourselves. Yeah, we may have told other people, like I'm telling you right now, but you're not going to hold me to account for that. Because you can't hold me to account for that. I am the only person responsible for doing that, and I'm the only person that will be let down if I don't make it. Yeah, I, I've got some readers that might not be happy that the new book that I'm working on will be delayed a little bit, but hey, that's life. That's the process. This is a challenge that I'm making against myself because I know I can do it. I enjoy the thrill of victory and I know the pang of defeat. But through it all, it's worth doing. Through it all, it's empowering and just helpful for me to focus on what I'm wanting, on my story, on my world for 30 days, not having to worry about marketing, not having to worry about editing, revision, any of the other things that take up the rest of my year. For these 30 days, it's all about the story, the characters, the world, and my ability to enter that place and be there with them 
through the good, through the bad, and through the ugly. And I really hope you get to experience that for yourself with your own characters, your own worlds, and your own dreams of what could or might be. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you're getting ready and excited for Friday. Nano's coming so quickly. So quickly it's coming up on us. If you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast on whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out immensely. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, you can use our voice message system. You'll find a link to that in the show notes. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. I am C. Dorset on both. You can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com which I really need to do some stuff on. That's a good question for you. What all would you like to see on projectshadow.com? Because, yeah, I have ideas, but I, I just, I don't know so much. So many things I want to do. Anywho, um, if you have a dollar that you can pass my way and join the project and help out, help me do all the things that I want to do and help pay my bills along the way, because, yeah, it's nice to be able to pay the bills. You'll find a link in those same show notes to both my Patreon and the listener support page. The difference between the two is people on Patreon occasionally get stuff. If you're doing that already, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And if you're not, that's okay. If you don't have any money right now or you just don't feel like giving, that, that, that's perfectly all right. I, I Trust me, I understand not having any money. I really do. I'm a writer. I'm a writer and my husband's a restaurateur. We know all about not having money. (laughs) It's kind of our thing. But if you do know somebody that you think would like the work that I do, please do share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. Yeah, it's coming. November is coming. Are you ready? Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.